Washington. WSB's Jamie Dupree is on every day with Herman Kane. 11:06 a.m. every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM 7:50 WSB. We the naysayers, and to all of those that would like to destroy the future of the greatest country in the world, our message to them is the same as my grandfather's. Them that's going, get on the wagon. Them that ain't, get out of the way. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us, because we're going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the facts. We want you to be informed and inspired to help make this a better America. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Kane and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Herman. Greetings you are, from you Cleveland, are already Ohio. In Cleveland, aren't you? Yes, I am. I'm in the media center here in the uh, the Quicken Loans Arena in right. downtown Cleveland and uh, in fact, I put a, if you want to see what it looks like, I put a little photo up on Twitter a little while ago at Jamie Dupree. So yeah. got here early, got myself set up, got myself uh, all ready to broadcast today. And now we wait. Uh, just sort of talking with some of my fellow reporters, we were saying, wouldn't it be nice if one of the Republicans came through here or some big time, you know, sort of big shot media people that we could talk to? <laughs> oh, there's Rick Santorum. He just wanders through. Well, Senator, can you stop and talk? No. <laughs> um, can we do a quick did, did no he, did he go through did he come he, through he came through and refused to stop and do any interviews and I thought to myself you need press you need attention <laughs> and you won't stop and do a 60 second interview with a couple of radio guys okay he should have been up there passing out donuts to you guys <laughs> I mean I'm I know sorry. maybe he had somewhere to go or something yeah. like that. But still, you know, look, if you're going to walk through the media center yes. where reporters are writing stories and getting ready, um, maybe you should do a, a couple of short interviews or something now like that's that. Now, so. uh, that's not in the same room where the debate is going to be. Well, it's no, we're not in the same it, room, right. but it's adjacent to it. Yeah, we're sort of, there's a gigantic uh, black curtain that they've separated the floor of the Quick and Loan Center. It's, you know, this is where, if you're not familiar, it's where the Cleveland Cavaliers play right. basketball. So it's, a, you know, a pretty decent-sized arena for an NBA arena. Right. And we're down on, on the, the floor level, but we're off on the side, sort of back in this area that they've roped off. So, uh, you know, I guess I describe it. There's long tables that reporters are sitting at. We've yeah. got giant screen TVs. So we won't actually see it. We won't be inside the debate area at all. And then this is where the spin room is going to be, where people from all the, the different candidates will come in here afterward to give their take and put their spin on what happens tonight. I got it. But you all have monitors in there where you're going to be watching. <laughs> exactly. I've got like a big, a huge one right in front of right. me, in fact, that I can crane my head and, and look up at. So, yeah, we won't see the debate in person. But frankly, Herman, I like to watch it via TV like everybody else because, right. to me, that's the most important way to watch that's it. That's the way most of the people watch it. Exactly. Well, Jamie, okay, now, after the debate tonight, it's going to go from 9 to 11. Now, if I walk into that media center, will anybody, will everybody ignore me? I would think that everybody would jump all over you. For, <laughs> I would think so. I remember seeing you at the last convention. It was like yes. a gigantic moving mob of people after yep. you. Yes. Yep. Well, I might no, come Actually, in. they'd probably want to know who you're, who you're spinning for is what they really want to know. Oh, well, hey, that's an easy answer. I'm that's not, what, I'm not saying. Who, yeah, exactly. That's what they would <laughs> want to know right away. 
Well, I might come in there. Can you walk in there if you're an attendee at the uh, thing? Or you got you know, I, I don't know if there's, if there's separate kind of uh, stuff to get you in or not. I'll talk I, my that's, way in. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to talk my way in so I can come find you. All right. That sounds great, buddy. We hope to see you. What else is going on? I understand that the DNC has announced theirs. Is that right? Yeah, the Democrats have just announced in the last few minutes a schedule for their debates. Uh, their first one is going to be uh, October the 13th in Nevada. Uh, CNN is going to host it. There's also going to be one in November in Iowa, one in December in New Hampshire, one in South Carolina in January, and then some others. So it's a little late for them to be announcing these, but yeah, they're uh, they're rolling out their own debate schedule. So the first one, October the 13th, CNN is going to be the host of that. It just says Nevada. doesn't say exactly where. I would assume it'll be in Vegas. Yeah. But that is, uh, so they'll have six debates as well coming up. And, uh, you know, they've been sort of reluctant to start those because there'd been a lot of talk, obviously, about the Republicans having their schedule, but not the Democrats as yet. But now they have their debate scheduled for the next few months. I notice on the list that they don't have Fox hosting one of the DNC. I know they don't. They, Why they is do that, not. Jamie? I would guess that uh, they decided they didn't really want to have that happen. So, <laughs> actually, I do have to say I'm sort of happy that uh, Fox is the, the the sponsor of the first debate because, in a sense, they've made one of the decisions about how to winnow this field, Herman. When you think about it, yeah. And if it had been uh, CNN or say NBC or ABC or something like that making the cut in this case. I think there would have been some cries about liberal media bias, but, you know, it is Roger Ailes and his team are the ones that have decided to have the seven in the pre-debate forum and then the ten on the stage. CNN right. will do a similar kind of thing uh, next month at their second debate. But, you know, I, th- I do think it does hurt if you were not in that first, uh, in, in that first debate, you know, in the, in the, at the main stage, yeah. uh, because you will not get as much attention. I, I, don't, care, I don't care what you do. If you, uh, you know, uh, do something outlandish in the first forum, it's going to soon be really overrun by what happens with the news in the main debate from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern tonight. Now, notice that the DNC debates, they've got February and March, Miami, Wisconsin. Uh, the first primary is February the 1st, right? Uh, the first, uh, Iowa is February 1st. New Hampshire is February the 9th. Then let's see, I want to say that uh, South Carolina is February 20th on a Saturday, as always, and then Nevada is the 23rd on the following Tuesday. Right. Then we hit the big day uh, on, Mar- on March 1st when there's a whole bunch of states like Texas and Georgia, Virginia and North Carolina, uh, Tennessee also, and there's some others that are all on that first big Super Tuesday. So, yeah, they'll uh, look, there's a lot of opportunities there for them to get out and have these debates and more, and the Democrats have now announced their own debate schedule with six, some of them uh, sort of TBD on schedule and placing, but they'll have their own coming up as well, so that'll be the first chance for some of these other Democrats to really get Hillary Clinton on stage and go after her in a way that they have not been able to do so far. Now, the Republicans have their next one in September, is that right? The next uh, yes, debate in uh, September. September the 16th in um, at the Reagan Library, okay. uh, which is in Simi Valley, California, north of L.A. So, yeah, they'll be having their first one there. You know, uh, Herman, it was funny. I, w- I was thinking today, I went back and read some of my old stories about the debates four years ago. And by this point in time, four years ago, I think we'd had four or five debates already. And we already, in fact, uh, uh, four years ago this weekend was the Iowa straw poll when Tim Pawlenty dropped out after that. So we were already, the field was already being winnowed four years ago. We're a little later sort of in getting to that this time around. But as I look back on those debates, what struck me the most was how the most of the people were using the time to introduce themselves. And I still think, you know, as I look at the field tonight, there's a lot of people who don't know what Scott Walker is all about or who he is 
this or anything like that. They probably haven't heard his stories of how he's a lot like Clark Howard when he goes to uh, Kohl's and buys cheap uh, uh, shirts <laughs> off the rack and everything like that. They haven't heard Marco Rubio's stories of his dad being a bartender at hotels. They haven't heard Ben Carson. Ben Carson said yesterday, 50% of the voters don't even know who he is. Right. So, you know, I know that a lot of people are going to tune in tonight wondering if this is going to be a big battle between Donald Trump and a lot of other Republicans. But I also think when you only have 10 minutes or so tonight, you're going to want to get your own message out. And you're going to want to focus on who you are and what you've done and what you want to do. And I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for, say, uh, the governor of Ohio to stand up and say, you know, I'm John Kasich. I'm the governor of Ohio. I was I've won two times. I've I was in the Congress. And to just give people some background, because I think most people, while you and I have been watching a lot, most people have not. Right. Someone asked me earlier. I think it was Shane Beep, which was a good question. When do you anticipate some of the 17 dropping out since it's so many? Maybe after the second debate? Or? Well, I don't know. I guess as, as we roll through uh, you know, the next few months, it'll become apparent, I think, whether or not the poll numbers are there for some of these people and whether the money is still there. Uh, I mean, Santorum, the other day, there was a story written about how he's having trouble raising money. And then there's, then there's also the guys that will keep going no matter what. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, can, they can run a shoestring operation, and he would actually be one of them. And so I don't know how fast it'll happen. Uh, in a sense, some of them will get drummed out on their own, and they won't even realize it until really it's too late. Because if you can't sustain raising the money, I don't care how many you know, deep-pocket supporters you have, they can only write a check for a certain amount, and you've got to have that network of support out there. These well, days. the only difference this time might be with the super PACs and how they can raise unlimited money, and then you know, with a wink and a nod, they work with you. So that could keep some people in a little longer than maybe in past elections. But you know what? It becomes, you know how it does, it becomes readily apparent pretty quick who is in the race and who is not. Now tonight, you know, we think about Donald Trump. I mean, the guy, look, he's got a lot of experience in uh, being in front of the TV camera. He certainly has, uh, he's done uh, TV shows. He's done all kinds of events. That shouldn't put him on edge. But it's a little different when you're, you know, talking in small spurts about your political views on something. I mean, just look at what happened to Rick Perry four years ago when he couldn't remember some stuff. Uh, It's happened to others where you have a bad moment in a debate. I'm not saying it's going to happen to Trump tonight, but I think it'll be interesting to watch him in a totally different environment from what he's used to doing in in terms of him controlling interviews and more he's going to have that time limit on him tonight and uh, i'll be interested to watch how he does it may well be you never know herman that it's a pretty boring debate maybe there won't be any outbursts maybe there won't be any attacks and it'll just be the republicans going more after hillary clinton and president obama than anything else jamie i don't think it's going to be boring (laughs) so i don't think you have to worry about that and uh but you're right I would I would imagine that the first question is going to go right to Donald Trump since he is in center stage. And you better believe everybody's going to be waiting to see how he answers the question, what is that question, et cetera, and then they're going to go from there. Now, here's what I don't know how they're going to do this. You know, you've got 10 candidates, and they're not necessarily going to ask each candidate the same question sure. or on the same topic. Which means you might get a good question right. on a good issue, and yeah. I might get one that's like, are you kidding me? You're asking yeah. me about that? That is boring. Yeah. Well, I got asked about what is my strategy for Afghanistan, and I said, I don't have one. And and I think it was Chris Wallace said, well, why? You're running for president. 
I said, because I haven't talked to the generals on the ground, I haven't talked to the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and I haven't talked to the intelligence people. You think I'm just going to pull a, 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 a plan or strategy out of my anchovy? No, I'm not going to do that, Chris. So that one was one of the types that you just never know when they're going to try. They hit me on foreign policy because they thought that was my weakest area. Well, and that's and that's the other thing, you know, uh, let's just think that uh, something like Planned Parenthood or immigration might be a juicy kind of subject that will be easy to tee off on, but you might not get that, and you might not get in the mix on that, and I would look for some people to say, oh, I also wanted to say that question that was asked of so-and-so a few questions ago, you know, yeah. and give a response on that. Again, part of this is being lucky, being in the right place at the right time, and then again, it's getting out your message. You you want to make sure that people see you for who you are, and not just as part of some group as a guy up in a suit up there on stage. You got it. Well, I'll see you in Cleveland, Jamie. That sounds good, Herman. I look forward to it, buddy. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. Pundits are okay for covering the campaign, but Herman Cain is the guy who was leading the race four years ago. Get inside campaign analysis from someone who's been there. Herman Cain. Every day. And nobody's going to be up, up more up to date about the debates tonight than you. Right here from The Herman Cain Show. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.